For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well. As always, a very, very huge thank you to all of our supporters over at Patreon. If you'd like to join, join the group chat. You can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press where uh, it, uh, we are in the full swings and the full throws, Andy, of uh, uh, the accounting season. Uh, when we are in the group chat during the transfer window, it is always uh, like the, the time for taxes and everybody becomes the, uh, the junior accountant. I posted on there the current book values. I will have that on the website soon. I know I said that in the last podcast, but uh, I posted a, a, a graph displaying all of the Uh, current book values of all of the players of Roma to make it easier for our our patrons to know what the certain plus valenza for certain uh, transfer operations will be, which uh, there are about about to be uh, plenty of them in the next few days, Andy. We are recording this the 28th of June, so less than uh, two full days remaining in the month. As we all know, and this is something... We didn't really get into the specifics of it, but we all remember when uh, UEFA they brought down the financial fair play hammer, which I, I the consistency of this rule, uh, I, I have searched far and wide, talking to people inside, outside of UEFA, and I still have yet to hear a reasonable explanation as to why it seems that financial fair play regulations are applied so uh, subjectively. But we can save that for another time. But we know Juve, Roma, Milan, Inter, they were all penalized for uh, breaching financial fair play, the break-even regulations, and they will now be limited. The the squad for the upcoming season in uh, the Europa League will be limited. And in in addition to that, they need to make an important figure of uh, a capital gain, plus Valenza, before the end of the month, because just to refresh everybody's memory, the um, season, technically, the 2022-2023 season, uh, at least from an uh, accounting perspective, it ends in two days on the 30th of June. I'm sorry, it ends the 30th of June. So the sales that Roma make uh, before then can still be applied to the books of uh, the the accounting books for 2022-2023 season. Andy, the figure that uh, they are aiming for, and this has been the one that it's not an official figure, uh, but this is something that the club has been telling to everybody, uh, 30 million euros uh, in capital gains that they need to make before, uh, before the 30th of June. 
and they're going to get it, it appears. Uh, they're going to get it because of what we've seen uh, about to become official. It should happen today with uh, Roma offloading, who is it, Volpato and... Misori. Misori, yes. Oh, my gosh. They're going to sell those two players to Sassuolo. They will get an important capital gain through that. Perez, uh, they will make his deal to uh, to Salta Vigo. Vigo, yeah. So they're going to get this 30 million plus Valenza, uh, uh, I, I won't say by the skin of their teeth, but they should get it without, without issue. We remember too, Nicolo Zaniolo. We had, um, in addition to that, the way they structured some of these deals as far as, uh, you know, Belotti, because he came in so late into uh, the transfer window, um, his wages, uh, obviously, they could apply just to this season. It, it all depends when certain players arrive, of course, but also the structure of certain operations, the one that people always tend to ask. If a player arrives on loan with obligation to buy, why do clubs do that? Well, it's more so for accounting reasons. You can put uh, the obligation to buy either in the current season or in the subsequent season. So it provides financial and accounting flexibility to the team acquiring said player. Uh, those are just a few things to keep in mind. But I, I mean, so far with the market, we uh, we have two important, in my opinion, free transfers arrive to Roma. Not something that I said in the previous episode that we are used to happening here. We are used to the guys and we have gone down the list and I, I, I just don't have the mental fortitude to, to revisit that again. But the free transfers that Roma are used to welcoming are not notable guys nor are they ones that tend to uh, have high expectations placed upon them. Not the case this summer so far. Um, Awar, Indica, we're talking about two guys that you can say somewhat comfortably from day one. If you put them into the starting 11, you're not going to have a huge drop off of level. Andy, the guys that are selling, uh, ones that really haven't factored into the team. So, I mean, if we are just going by how things are going thus far in the transfer market, I, I have not a single complaint. Not at all. Uh, the fact is that the that we are looking at Roma potentially reaching those thirty million in uh, in 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 revenue, or as we like to call it, plus Valenza, which is now you know a term that I think uh, many people use without really knowing what the hell. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. You they know? just use it as a flat fee. You know, exactly. Like, no, 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 no. That's not it. It, it doesn't. Unfortunately, it's more complicated. Um, but the fact that you are potentially going to achieve this result without selling um and this does not exclude you know does not rule out potential sales in the future of the likes of Leonardo Spinazzola uh, Roger Banyas who seem to be the two ones destined to to leave the capital right like before before the summer before 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 the season ended when we were thinking okay you know who is gonna and even the media, like, who is going to give us those 30 million? Like, where are those 30 million going to come from? The answer usually was Tammy Abraham, 
or Roger Ibanez. When uh, Tammy Abraham went down, the answer was Leonardo Spinazzola because he's got only one year left on his contract. And, well, you know, he, he has been underperforming. So uh, to avoid losing him on a free, you sell him. And then Roger Ibanez, who we all agree that his worth is around $30 million, right? Like, that's that. At least that was the rumored fee that yes. Roma would ask for. The fact that you are able to 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 look ahead to the next phase, to the next stage of 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 this summer window, without you know the fear of and and the and the stress of being you know further penalized, being uh, also. Mm, you know, having teams come at you and throw ridiculous, uh, very underwhelming offers because they know that you're desperate for any, any, any money um, for players that matter to you and players that are important. Not, you know, doesn't matter what 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 people may say about someone like Roger Banyas. He is an important player. You you may like him, you may not like him. The fact is that for someone like Mourinho, Roger Ibanez is a player that he, he relies upon. So it doesn't matter if it's Roger Ibanez or Brian Cristante. The fact that Roma finally have managed to get to a point where they can fulfill those, you know, those required uh, uh, 30 million in, in generated uh, revenue, um, for financial fair play without the need to get rid of uh, a key player in the roster. You know, you are looking at Justin Clivert leaving the club, a, a guy who hasn't had anything to do with the club for two years. Carlos Perez leaving the club, a guy who has, hasn't had anything to do with the club for the past year. Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin right. Tahirovic, who, who um, was shaky when he played, Played a few times uh, before the before the international break, uh, in the World Cup break, sorry, and then near the end, a, a, a few minutes here and there. Volpato, who we haven't, whom we haven't seen since November. Um, Filippo Misori, whom we saw twice, um, and that's about it. So the fact that you know this is potentially the the lineup that allows you. To take a deep breath and and plan ahead, plan the 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 other signings, the other moves, the m- m- give you more time and leeway for other decisions is is fantastic because I've seen Roma too many times make rush decisions and also have to you know have to settle for things because of lack of money, lack of time. Instead, of here we are we 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 um, we may finally get a version of Roma that you know, is ready to rock and roll when it's supposed to rock and roll because they've achieved their first goal. One of the first, one of the many goals that they have for this summer, this was p- perhaps the most important one. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and on top of that too, I, I know we are talking about, the, you know, being able to raise the capital gain through uh, players that really played little or no uh, role within the team this past season. I mean, the deals, again, that they have brought in, the freeze, uh, they are going to get uh, Llorente. That was supposed to be done t- two days ago. I don't know what uh, what uh, the delay is with that. His, uh, his agent, uh, I mean, was telling me it, it was done. It should be official soon. So I, 
Not really sure what the delays are in regards to that, but still, you're going to get him on a loan again. Diego, Diego uh, Llorente. You have, uh, obviously, Indica too. So uh, depth, much needed depth, we should say, at the back. And Awar, we talked about it in the previous episode, a, a guy uh, in midfield who, who just has a different set of characteristics than what is currently within the team and really provides some much-needed versatility. So again, I, I have no issues. Curious to hear, though, what you think about this, because, this, I mean, you want to talk about uh, divisive figures. In, our, in the patron group chat, it is Berotti. Uh, I mean, this guy is either hated or absolutely loved for some reason within our group chat. He, he, he is like the, I don't know, I don't want to say the whipping boy, when uh, when things when he's out there and things seem to uh, be stagnating in attack, he seems to be the one that uh, our, some of our patrons like to point to. But but I, I <laughs> the fact that he has signed a new deal not surprising because we all knew uh, really once he signed uh, this uh, his initial contract last summer and there was uh, the possibility of uh, there were a couple options out there or within it to uh, do an extension after the season. It was it was fairly obvious unless they uh, unless something different uh, came about in terms of being able to acquire a different name that this was going to be the case. Andy, I just refuse to believe that he will be able to replicate what happened this past season. Um, I am actually fine, and I know this probably will not be a, a too popular of uh, of an opinion, but when it just comes to having to find someone, okay, to replace ta- for uh, to replace Tammy, Tammy Abraham with, I mean, Belotti, uh, you can do worse. Uh, now, obviously, they are going to try to bring in another name as well. But if you were to tell me, match day one, round one, Roma are going to have to rely on as their starting number nine, Andrea Belotti. I mean, I'm fine with that. However, I'm... I seem to be in the minority of this because, man, he is either, again, loved or hated, feast or famine, this guy in our Patreon group chat. Um, well, I mean, me, that, I, that that can be said about just about any any player who struggles and then does well in, in the in the group chat. It's that, a, you that, know, that is true. That, that, yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. to Nemanja Matic. That happened yeah, to, <laughs> even at times Paolo Dybala. Um, throughout the season where we, he, you know, he would ghost for a, a game or two, then uh, immediately the reaction would be. And, and with Belotti, for me, the, the, the main thing is last season is an anomaly for a guy that has always scored and is a proven goal scorer in Serie A. You know, yeah, we're just not... look at that track record, man. I mean, I, if I am not mistaken over the past, if you remove uh, this past <sighs> season, I believe he is in the top five uh, of scorers over the last, uh, I think, five seasons. He is in the top five. Don't quote me on that. Obviously, the the research we do here uh, before before pressing record. (laughs) Yeah, it is laughable, but (laughs) laughable as a non-existent. But uh, (laughs) somebody posted, somebody tweeted something akin to that on Twitter. And we all know Twitter extremely reliable. So I'm just going to state it as fact. And and I reserve the right to be proven incorrect. But still, um, that sounded right to me. So I just assumed it was. But if you you go back and look, though, at his scoring record, again, 
it is an easy it, it it it's easy to say just disregard last season, but it is also difficult to do so because of how was at least in the league at least it's in the a league. problem of course it's a problem when you when you go and 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 not score a single goal in all of the Serie A campaign I think it, it just means there is there is something wrong to begin with and it was always something wrong to begin with in his preparation and the fact that he arrived so late in the, in the summer window um he had no way of really integrating with the rest of the team and then I think it just that 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 role in a in a team that in of itself, struggled to figure things out on the offensive end. To put a guy like Belotti, who's a poacher, who is supposed to be, you know, he's the type of guy who, at Torino at least, he scored goals not because the, the his teammates gave him the opportunity to, but because his teammates were so bad that he just... Terrible, he just, terrible. You know... He was like he was like a, a people in Zaghi in a in a shitty team. So whenever there was a chance to score for a team like Torino, he'd score because everybody else was crap and they couldn't give him anything to work with. So he had to make life easier for himself. And at Roma, he found himself in a system where you know, the most of the attention went to Paolo Dybala. Paolo Dybala was the guy uh, with with the ball at his feet. Um, but at the same time, Roma struggled to figure things out on the offensive end. So it makes it much harder for for a guy like like Belotti, who is 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 supposed to be there on the final pass, who's supposed to be there on the far post. You know, who's supposed to be there whenever the 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 opponent's defense is caught caught sleeping. You know, and and I think it's to me the last season is a complete anomaly, and and for him too, you know, it's it's pretty clear. This guy has been scoring in Serie A since since his early early days. You know, this is a guy who, um, you know, would go on on double digits just because because he has to because who else would carry Torino? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right, right. You know, I, yeah, I mean, if you want to say like a striker that you would just think automatically that Jose Mourinho would absolutely adore. I mean, for me, it's Belotti, yeah? I, I mean, and he does, he and, he does, and yeah. he, does, yeah. he does, he does, in, in, he sees what this guy is about, you know? It's not, it's like... <sighs> He he is you know for 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 people you know that, that go out of the way and say he's a bad player. Belotti is a good player. He's a very specific kind of player. Like he and he's got he had a, a dark cloud looming over him for most of the season. You know, finds himself first used as a backup to Tammy Abraham. Then Mourinho is so desperate that he puts him alongside Tammy Abraham. Doesn't work. Then he puts him as a starter. Then back to the bench. Then again, as a start, you know, there was such, uh, such, it was so, so messy up front this past season that it's, it, it almost seems impossible to, to want more from this guy. Obviously, you want more in terms of goal scoring in Serie A because zero goals is a problem and will always be a problem. But at the end of the day, going back to your original point, if you are, if you are to face next season with Belotti still on the roster, with Belotti still being an important component of the team, 
I have no problem because I know that this time around he's going to go and get this whole preseason. He's going to be included in all of the necessary training drills in Tammy Abrams' absence. He's going to feel the manager's confidence, which may not have been there at the start of the season. Now Mourinho knows what Bilotti is about. He's seen him play with a broken rib, you know. Um, he's he's hugged him. He's recognized his effort in all of his post-match interviews. Whenever Bilotti played, he was basically drawing attention to Bilotti's uh, sense of sacrifice for the team. So the, 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 the key thing here is Mourinho's trust and Bilotti's uh, ability uh, to, to adapt to the team's needs throughout preseason in order to be ready for the next season and to put behind all of last season, recharge his batteries, and, uh, and and go on. Because some of the things that, some of the chances that Belotti missed last season, just, you look at them and you're like, no, that's 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 virtually impossible. You know, it's it cannot happen. This does not right. happen. This does not happen to Belotti a year ago. This does not, does not happen to Belotti two years ago. This is just a moment, you know. Even to me, the 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 epitome of his time at Roma so far was that missed penalty against Torino. Remember? Right. Yes. Where yes. he has a chance to tie it, and he fails, and and nobody shows up to take the penalty. There, there, there is rumors that was DiBala who shied away from that moment. I don't I don't want to buy into that. I don't know. The thing is, Belotti steps up. Takes the penalty, misses it, and then luckily uh, Dybala, no, sorry, Matic, 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 Matic draws. But that 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 penalty is not a penalty that he misses the year before with Torino. You know what I'm saying? In in that moment, that moment for him was so big with Roma. He felt it to such a magnitude that he missed something that he. he 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 wouldn't have missed in 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 any other time. So that to me tells me that 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 is that is a player that is frustrated, a player that is insecure of himself, a player that is trying to figure things out. And I believe if you if you give him, you know, also this that was a player playing on a one year contract. Now you're a guy, yes. a player playing until 2025. You know, and that in of itself has to influence how he's feeling about playing here you know that he's not just some hired hand for the moment he is now with Tammy Abraham out he is the man he has to be the man yeah 100 percent and speaking of uh being the man this will make this the last part because I'm sure given how long this thing has gone on we, we will probably require the most uh, time to discuss this talking point but this this episode with uh, Davide Fratesi, I, I I feel like I am watching an episode of The Sopranos, but it is only the scenes of him talking to to Melfi, which during those parts I usually just fast forward uh, through the oh episode. God. Look at yeah. you. Because they're so, they're so they're long. Typical, oh, oh man, you're gosh. you're a typical man who's bored when there is no blood on the screen. Shame no, on you. Those are some of the most insightful scenes in the whole show. Okay, well, they don't need 15 <laughs> minutes of it every single episode, but whatever. We, we we can save that debate for another time. That is how I feel about this thing with Fratesi now. 
part of it, and let me make this very, very clear, even though it has gone on very, very long, Sassuolo are the ones to blame here. They, they never, ever, unless it's Napoli, of course, because I, I still don't understand the thing with the, uh, Raspadori. They put Roma through uh, uh, the the ringer. They make Roma walk on water, uh, uh, you know, um, perform miracles uh, just to get into an advanced negotiation for Fratesi last summer. And then all of a sudden, Raspadori, they just, uh, it takes two days and Napoli are able to do a deal for him. Uh, meanwhile, Fratesi, we're going on like year two of this thing. Uh, Sassuolo, they, they always make this thing difficult uh, for any negotiation. And then I, there's just something about uh, Carnevale that I, I just can't stand when he does these interviews, like the thing where he said the other day, uh, we have always asked uh, 40 million euros for Fratesi. Our request has never changed. Oh, it has changed. It, it was uh, not half, but it wasn't even close to 40 last summer. I can assure you of that. But uh, we are now in this weird position where you have one day Inter are meeting with him. Then you hear Milan after they offload Tonali. Juventus met, met right. with them. So it's every everybody's lining up and, and, and Carnevale is treating everybody... Uh, like uh, like they're his guests at, at a villa. <laughs> every time, you know, it's like it's like he's hugging them, and then oh, every time nobody else from the the other clubs management talks to the media after meeting with Carnival. It's just him. He does all the work. He's always, unbelievable. Always. He's the he has this unbelievable love for talking for, and he's been mentioning Fratesi. I mean, if you go back throughout the whole season. Throughout the whole season, the off season, there is not a moment that this guy doesn't open his mouth uh, talking about his own players. And if I was him, I'd be freaking out a little bit that nobody will satisfy my real demands for the players because this it's pretty evident by now that had these Italian clubs thought, okay, Fratesi is worth 40 plus million, somebody would have offered something akin to that. So far, nobody has come close to it. So take a hint, you know, Giovanni, because um, because the, the, the clock is ticking and you're at risk of ending up again with, with a player that is dissatisfied, angry, frustrated, and wants to leave. Well, yeah, and, and we know, and I've said this from the very beginning, the huge advantage that Roma are going to have in this pursuit of Fratesi is, of course, the sell-on clause. It's a, it's a huge, huge, huge amount, okay? So Roma don't have to pay 40 million euros. Uh, Roma just have to get um, within, within just a, a decent amount of range of that. Just a, I, I still think 30 to 35 would get it done. Let um, let's see. Uh, I I I mean, last summer they were requesting thirty. Roma were willing to pay that, but uh, everything collapsed when uh, Raspadori uh, went off to Napoli. Which again, I still don't understand how they were able to, to to close for that so quickly. But if if this thing for Fratesi, let's just say, Andy, for the sake of this discussion, if it were. If it were to fall through, and let's say he goes to, I don't know, Inter, okay, I I would be 
pretty i won't say gutted because that that's too uh, too much hyperbole but but i will be a bit deflated because it's like wow you you have been engaged in this pursuit for one full year you had a very clear advantage with the sell-on clause that you had in your corner um and yet you weren't able to get him now let's say though for the sake of an argument again and he does go to another club. Let's say Inter, for instance, are willing to pay the 40 million euros that uh, that are being requested by uh, Sassuolo. I mean, Andy, that 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 would give to Roma 12 million euros, give or take. Um, I would be okay with that amount. Um, um, I, I would I would be quoting Al Pacino in Heat. Give me all you got. <laughs> Give me all you got. Remember when he goes to see that guy right. <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's interrogating him this scrapyard and this guy is just trying to fool him and Al Pacino just goes all of a sudden he just bursts out and he's just Give me yeah. all you got. Give me yes. all you got. Speaking of give me all you got and Al Pacino, uh, uh, the fact this guy is still having children at yeah what is he him and robert he's 83 and robert de niro as well and they're just having yeah they're just having a a sperm off they're just having (laughs) (laughs) guns blazing you know like the old days until the very end and i'm all there for it so um, (laughs) that's not a turn that you imagined (laughs) this discussion would take no but seriously that you you 12 million for Fratesi, at this point, just give me. I don't care. You know, I'm so sick of see- seeing this name. He's a good player. He's a good midfielder. People are realizing it. People have been realizing it for the past two years. You know, since he's been Serie A, good. He's made that leap. Good job. for You know, like he was good at Empoli, made the leap to Sassuolo, made the leap to Serie A, and, and, and it worked out for him, right? He's, he's, you can tell that he's, he's fitting in. He's a strong player, and wherever he goes, he'll be good. I don't know if he'll be, you know, uh, you know, world class, but he'll be good. But this is the problem with every single Italian player. There is so much talk. It's molto rumore per nulla. Like, great, you know, there's so much yeah. talk <laughs> that you, all the talent, everything gets squandered by the talk because not only do the fans buy into it, but the player himself buys into it. Fratesi is giving out three, four interviews a week talking about himself as if he was Luka Modric, you know, like that's that's crazy. So at this point, Fratesi comes to Roma, great. Fratesi doesn't come to Roma, good. Roma get paid for it, fantastic just leave me be i don't yeah, care at this the point interviews. oh it's brutal and, and Beppe Piso too man he is he he, he will me- I, I, i'm telling you man this guy um i mean he he would uh he would sell his own nona if he, if he could make a buck or two um i mean he is leaking everything to everyone so so you're not bothered man if he doesn't come you, you would I'm be tired. fired well, i'm okay. tired boss i'm tired I'm tired, boss. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired that I don't care. You see, that's the problem is he's a good player, but I don't care. And I think that there is several other options that may just as be, be, it may just as, be as good as him. And you won't have to deal with Giovanni Carnevali. You won't have to deal with the whole Italian media shtick of, you know, of, oh, here is the next 
you know, fantastic world-class player. And then as soon as something goes wrong, it's, oh, well, what happened to him? Whatever happened to him? You know, he took that leap. It didn't work out. Whatever happened to him? You know, fuck it. At this point, there's too many names, too much pressure. Um, there is other priorities also for Roma to think of. So does he? If he comes, it's great because I think he's got the quality. He's got you know he's got the determination to finally. I think this is the moment for him. I don't. I didn't think that last year was good because it, it had only been one season in Serie. A, yeah, oh wait, that's always shaky. Um, whereas here now he's reaffirmed his talent. He's reaffirmed his position as one of the better midfielders in the league. So if he comes, great. But if he doesn't come, it's not a tragedy. You know, it's life goes on. It's we right. know that Pinto likes him. He said it a number of times that he's his favorite Serie A player. But if he doesn't come, not the end of the world. It's you know, it's like it's like when Barella didn't come. It seemed like Barella was there, but although. Cagliari had had a, an agreement with Inter for several months, uh, and then he, he finally goes to Inter. Yes, Barella is a great player. He's working out great at Inter, but I think it's fine. You know, like it, it, it does it does it does it still hurt? And if it does, then I don't know, get real or something. Because I mean, it's been four years. But the point is that um, life goes on. You know, you can you can actually breathe and go to sleep without Fratesi. Right. No, I agree. Um, very quickly, before we go, just looking around the landscape of Serie A, it's been really, really quiet thus far. Uh, Roma, the only ones uh, doing much of anything so far. Um, obviously, uh, with the free transfers, nobody else has been uh, active on that front. What do you think about what uh, some of the other bigger-ish clubs are doing. I mean, right. this, this thing with Milan, um, so I, I, made, I did an appearance yesterday. They were asking me about the... Uh, they, they phrased the question, uh, Serie A being raided by the Saudi League, and I thought raided seems a bit of a, an exaggeration, but uh, okay. Who? Uh, who? <laughs> well, that's, who? Uh, that's what I thought. Uh, what? Who beyond uh, Brozovic? I, maybe, I couldn't... maybe, because it's yeah, not done. Brozovic. Mm -hmm. So... No, no. The, the 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 one thing that again is consistent, like every year, is that unless even the top clubs in Italy sell, nobody's buying. You know, so that's. I mean, think about it. Arsenal are willing to spend over a hundred million pounds for Declan Rice. They have the ability to do so, whereas the champions of Italy, Napoli haven't done a single transfer move, haven't been rumored to be close to any single player. They're actually now negotiating for Maxim Lopez with Sassuolo. And it seems like they're, you know, it's that that could be their big signing of the summer. Like if if the reigning Serie A champions have those difficulties, and obviously we know what the, the Aurelio De Laurentiis and his whole shtick is, but the same went for Milan last year. Milan right now, they're looking to bring in Loftus Cheek, okay, for 18 million. Where do where do those 18 million come from? From Tonali's sale. Tonali, so yeah. again, the fact that these big clubs in Italy can only afford to make a monetary purchase, not a free transfer, a monetary purchase, without you know, with just because they are they are selling 
some of their players. That that is that tells you all you need to know about the state of Italian uh, football. So <laughs> it's it, that's that's the thing that tells you all you need to know. Um, Juventus renewing Adrian Rabiot for another year also tells you all you need to know. That's oh, another. Yeah, have fun, you know, Miss Vialnik. Enjoy. Exactly. Um, so for now, I think everybody is on the same boat, and that's been the case for the last couple of years. So it, the 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 sort of the the lesson that needs to be learned here is that um, in the end, it's smart business, not who's spending most money. It's smart business, at least in Italy, in the present day. The, the the ones who win in the transfer market, that the ones who make the smart decisions, not the ones who spend the most, because nobody is able to spend a lot of money in, in today's in today's Italian football. Well said. Okay, we will leave it there. Uh, again, uh, we expect some transfer stuff to be happening until the next episode, at which point we will address it. Um, but again, uh, let's just sit back and wait it's going to be slow i think uh for the next week or two but then we should see things pick up uh but until next time ciao who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done